Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to... Oh, no. We, oh, I forgot. Hi. My name is Esther. My name is Ash. And today... We talk good. First things first, let's get this out of the way. I have red hair. Which is very ironic, because you've always... Okay, so Ashlyn is a natural blonde, and she started dyeing her hair like a brown, like a lightish brown. It's pretty dark brown. When it, when I dye it well, fresh, yeah, it's dark. Well, no, it's fresh. But then it starts fading into this reddish tint, and every time someone says, oh, it's like, you're a redhead, she gets upset. She's like, no. <laughs> so then she's like, I want to go back to a blonde. I'm like, heck yeah, do it. And so then she did this color correction thing that takes off. It takes out the hair dye. It takes out the hair dye. But instead of making you blonde, it made you like an actual redhead. I look like a natural redhead. Yeah, because you know how some people look, oh, it's my natural hair, and it's like Kool-Aid red or like a fake red. Yeah. No, no, like a real ginger, it's like they have like a strawberry blonde almost kind of look like. Yeah. That's That's what what, I look like. That's what a real ginger is. Yeah. And And that's that's what what I look like. like. (laughs) But you look so cute, though. It looks good on you. Like, I I know you hate it. But it's a good look. You can pull that off really well. Thank you. Like something about like your blue eyes and like your skin tone looks good. I I did it. <laughs> so I did the I used the product, washed it out in the shower, and in the shower I was looking at my the tips of my hair and I could tell that it was bright red and I was like fuck 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 fuck. So I got out of the shower, towel dried it, and I was like my hair is orange. My hair is orange. <laughs> so I used the product again. It says you can use it up to three times. I used it a second time. Got back out. I was like, okay, I'm a natural redhead for the next month or two. But I really, I wasn't upset by it. I was just like, this is so funny. I should do a little photo shoot and show people, like, I'm a redhead now. <laughs> Although, at work today, nobody said anything. Really? Like, it's like nobody noticed. Huh. Anyways, got that out of the way. I'm a redhead now. <laughs> okay, let's get into the question. So, do you want to repeat the question? Yeah, so our question this week was relationship duties that were not in the job description. Basically, things that you do as a significant other that you were not anticipating having to do. So the one I got, a listener wrote in, having to clean her bathroom every time I visited. (laughs) That's so weird. It's weird. Is it because they offered to clean it everything and it became like a habit? Or is it because she would tell clean my bathroom? Like, how do you go on about that? I feel like when I read it, I thought maybe she just wasn't the cleanest person mm. and he felt the need to, like, oh, it's gross, let me clean. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which is the, I guess I thought the worst. Yeah. Oof. I definitely have <laughs> caught myself straightening up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. Whether it's my room and my boyfriend just, like, leaves his shirt on the ground, I'll take it, I'll fold it up, I'll put it back on his bag. Or if I'm in his house and he'll go to the bathroom, I'll be like, okay, I have like two minutes, let's go. And I'll straighten up a little bit. But then I catch myself every time and I go, okay, this is, I'm not his mother. I'm not his mom. I'm not going to clean up for him. He's a grown ass man. I still do it. <laughs> it's been, that's the thing though. Like, like I understand, like, yes, he's, he's an adult, like he can do himself. But as someone who's very OCD and mm. I like, very specific things like that older sibling like mindset kind of thing Mm -hmm. i i do it and it doesn't bother me honestly i'm like yeah like honestly like in my opinion i kind of see it as love language so like access service like i do it i don't go over the boundary of i do it every single Mm -hmm. time i'm there because 
I just like to do it once in a while. I will say, okay, so acts of service is my second mm-hmm. highest love language. And so I, there's a difference in my mind, like, because I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in my mind between serving my boyfriend and then <laughs> taking care of him. Mm. Like a mom. Yeah. Like acts of service is you're taking care of someone in a way. Mm-hmm. But it's just like he, I shouldn't be the one to have to do that. Yeah. That's why I stop myself. I still do it for myself. <laughs> yeah. And for him a little bit, but mostly myself. Because it's like, I see him like, oh, I can't, like, I have to do it. It's yeah. like an impulse almost. Yeah. Well, same. Mine's an impulse too. Yeah. I guess you've also been dating your boyfriend longer than I have. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to, like, one, I don't want him to be like, what the, why did you clean? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Because we've only been dating officially for, like, what, two, three months? But I also don't want him to get used to it. Mm. Because while I do want to train my boyfriend in other ways, I don't want him to train. I don't want him to get used to (laughs) me cleaning after, cleaning up after him. Yeah, kind of like what this person that responded. I think that's what happened. Maybe I think it just became a one-time thing, maybe twice, and then the girlfriend started. Oh, okay, like they'll they'll come in bathroom for me. Like I don't have to do it. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. Speaking of training my boyfriend. Training my boyfriend. <laughs> Good dog. I padlock my boyfriend. Dude, I mean, you do. You have to. I have padlocked my boyfriend. You have? How? What have you done? Oh, wait. He listens to the podcast. Yeah. My boyfriend doesn't. Pa- there's Pavlov training. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, straight up just, like, training. Dog <laughs> training. Dog training. And I... There's some things I'm trying. And I can say this because my boyfriend doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I know this because... Oh, he doesn't? He doesn't. What? Yeah, he listened to the first two episodes because I made him listen to the first two episodes with me. <laughs> Since then, he hasn't listened, I don't think. And I tell him all the time, like, I talk I talk about you a lot yeah. on the podcast. We do talk about our boyfriends a we lot. We do, I like a little too much. <laughs> every episode, we bring them at least twice. Oh, at least. At least twice. So we should probably decenter. Maybe next episode, we should not talk about them at all. Yeah, we'll see how that let's happens. challenge ourselves let's challenge not ourselves. to. So let me get it all out today. Yeah, not this episode. (laughs) Not this episode. So speaking of training my boyfriend, he's going to be in Omaha, Nebraska for a month. When he went to Florida, I visited him. Now that he's going to Omaha, he's like, are you going to visit me again? And I was like, I want to, but I spent a shit ton of money on the Florida trip. And I'm like, I don't know if I can want to afford to go to Omaha to visit him, especially in like December, because one, that's on my birthday and Christmas. And I'm going to be spending money. It's going to freeze. Usually Nebraska freezes. Yeah, it's going to be so cold. Yeah. So I, wa- I really, really, really want to go to Omaha because I want to go to all the museums and I want to meet his friends that live there because he talks about them all the time and they know about me and everything. And my birthday's the 15th and he'll still be in Omaha. And I'm like, I want him to come visit me. I want him to surprise me. My birthday's on a Friday. Like, it's a weekend. He could come. I want to- Don't tell him that. Because I, I want it to be from him. And if he doesn't come, he doesn't come. I was like, I, I can forward him. <laughs> I can forward him. I was talking to Jared the other day, and he was like, eh, flowers, whatever. And I was like, I love the gesture of getting flowers. And I've only ever had one boyfriend get me flowers. It was so sweet because I was having a really bad day, and he just showed up, and he's like, I'm sorry you're having a bad day, and like gave me flowers. And it was so nice. And Jared was like, I just don't really get the gesture. And I was like, it's such a sweet gesture. If a guy gets me flowers and it's the flowers that I like, and he knows me, and he gets the flowers. And I was like, I just love it so much. And I was like, my boyfriend has not gotten me flowers yet, but when he does, 
he'll see the benefits of getting me flowers, basically. Mm-hmm. And Jared, like, he, like, reached for his phone, and I was like, do not tell my boyfriend, because he has to figure it out on his own. But here's the thing, though. There are dudes. Sometimes dudes are so... I'm sorry, I want to say this. They're dumb sometimes. They're so dumb sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, they just need to get pushed, honestly. Yeah. It's not because they're bad boyfriends. They're just... I don't think sometimes, like, girls... Because <laughs> girls, we, we think, okay, well, this will be a cute gesture. But guys are... Well, I can't read minds. You haven't said anything. Well, we don't have to say anything. But we don't want to have to say anything. Yeah. But if it's a good boyfriend, I think if you say it once and yeah. then catch on to that, then that should be good enough. That's true. It's just annoying how, like, the movie industry, the book industry... <sighs> fake. What? It's, well, it's fake, but also, it doesn't have to be fake. If men just had the common sense to be like, hmm, women really like these movies and they really like these books. I wonder why. It's because the men are acting like this. If I do that, I will get laid. <laughs> It's that easy. Yeah. Just do some of the book talk stuff, and your girl will love you. But here's the thing. In my experience with flowers, and I'm, we've already talked about this, that I love flowers. But my last boyfriend ruined flowers for yeah. me. He basically pavloved me into thinking that receiving flowers is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. Remember before that Valentine's Day where Jerry got me, oh, so, but no, hold on. That was like... Oh my god, yeah. that was the best thing ever because we were long distance mm-hmm. and that was when this creepy guy from work was just like hitting yeah. on my being like so weird and then I show up and there's this big bouquet of flowers and it's like, oh, it's for Esther from her boyfriend and I remember all the girls because they were, oh my, sorry, that was my watch. <laughs> they were, oh my gosh, that is so cute and he was like, <laughs> now the whole flower thing is starting to not be a bad thing for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Flowers, to me, they should be a special occasion thing, Mm -hmm. but in the sense of, like, a completely random day. It shouldn't be given only on, like, birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day. It should be given sporadically, but not on any, like, special day where you'd expect flowers. It should be like, I thought of you today. I'm I'm just so appreciative of you. Here's some flowers. When you give me those flowers, something about your friends giving you flowers, oh, so nice. Really? I don't think I've ever had a friend give me flowers before. Really? So I was like... <laughs> yeah, I, um, my mom sent me flowers for my birthday this past year, and I pressed them, and now they're in my phone case. Mm. My mom giving me flowers, my month was made. And I don't know what it is. Like, my mom sent me flowers, and I was like, this is the best day ever. That's so cute. Anyways, you had a listener write in a duty that wasn't a part of the job description. Oh, yeah. So one of them was that they would do their boyfriend's homework, <laughs> like, <laughs> constantly. What is this, in college? Yeah. In college? Yeah. <laughs> and his tests. <gasps> <laughs> no. Yeah. He's just not good at school. He, ha- he like, procrastinates a lot, and she said, she tells him, I still want to see you. I don't want you to get school probation, so let me help you with your homework. Honestly, I don't really see an issue with that because school well, maybe I do see an issue with that, actually. I see good and bad things from out of it, mm-hmm. but... Like, school, really, truthfully, in college, you're going to learn stuff that you're going to forget. And you're going to learn stuff that's not going to be relevant in one year, two years, three years. Like, stuff that I learned in college, granted I'm in the advertising industry and stuff is so quick-paced here, there's stuff that I learned that I will never use again in my life because oh, it's just sure. dated. It's so dated. But at school, you're supposed to learn how to learn and how to get your work done and how to be a good, efficient worker. So it's like the stuff that he's being tested on 
he doesn't really need to know. But studying and doing your homework and getting it done and fulfilling deadlines, that's what he needs to be doing. <laughs> so there's like, yeah, the test doesn't really matter, but taking the test <laughs> matters to get used to like working. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts in a mob business. Did you have one more? It's kind of similar to it. They said that they basically got their ex-boyfriend to college. They wrote all the essays and all the questions and submitted everything, did his resume. She emailed the people to give him letters of recommendation. Yeah, basically did everything for him. See, that... That's insane. Is That's insane. Crossing a line. I don't, I don't think you should. Again, you're not letting your boyfriend learn any of that stuff. Learning the responsibilities of having to work for your own future. You're babying him. Oh, yeah. Shout out to her because I know she listens to our podcast. <laughs> but I'm like, girl, she was telling me their whole relationship. And in my head, I'm thinking, are they still together? Girl, no. Okay. <laughs> he is toxic. No, he was insane. It came to the point where she basically was doing everything for him. Mm-hmm. So she was his mother. Basically. And when they were breaking up, he threw in her, her face that his dad got her the job that she had. She's like, well, it's okay because I'm quitting anyway. So mm-hmm. she got another job. She's with somebody else. Thank good. God. Good, good, good. He was a lot happier, but it was very toxic. My relationship with my brother <laughs> is not to that extreme. Um, and I'm catching myself these days. Like, I did his resume. I got him the job that he threw away. And then he had another opportunity. Again, same job to get hired again. And I was like, I'm not going to meddle. He audibly from the guy who would be his boss heard hey i will hire you if you apply again i was like i'm leaving it in his hands he's 21 years old he can do this doesn't have a job but whatever i'm not his mother (laughs) i'm not his mother just gonna let them be which is the hardest thing honestly i can't be a mom (laughs) (laughs) honestly me neither i I would be a mom if my kid was responsible, you know. If yeah. Basically, I think I would be a good mom if my kid was like me. Yes, I was Does that say, make sense? Yes. <laughs> if it, they weren't like me, I'm sorry. I'm just, I can't. I can't. It's so hard. If I had so a, hard. a clone, miniature me, if I was raising me, mm-hmm. hell yeah. yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But if there were anything like my siblings, uh-uh. Yeah, no. If they were so. like my brothers, hell no. I couldn't raise them. <laughs> I don't know how my parents did it. And they turned out fine. They're just a little irresponsible and dumb sometimes. Like, they don't have common sense. <laughs> Shout out to parents. I don't know how they do that. No, really, the patience and the... Dude. You know the whole saying of, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink? Yeah. Is insane. Like, with my brother, this boy was in hardcore drugs, addicted. We took him to rehab multiple times. And he would keep going out. So frustrating. So yeah. he's good now. Oh, good. He's good now. Just took him a while. Yeah. It just takes people a while. But it's, it's, yeah. You can't save a damsel who loves her distress. Mm-hmm. Do you have any duties that you did not sign up for? That's what I was trying to think. I have one. You have one? Mm-hmm. For me? No, for me. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I probably Whoa. could think of one for you. I probably could. You probably didn't sign up for having to listen to full-on like comedy bits all the time oh my gosh okay yeah <laughs> oh my i didn't sign up t- 
to hear my boyfriend be a comedian 24-7. <laughs> and sometimes he'll just make fun of me, and um, I just have to put up with him, like, yeah. Then I make fun of him, too. It goes back and forth. Good. He has made me a little bit tougher. I'm not gonna lie. <gasps> the other day, we were sitting on the couch, and Jared and my boyfriend were, like, teasing me and being ruthless. And Jared walked out of the room, and I turned to my boyfriend, and I was like, you guys are so mean. Like, I'm not that tough, okay? And he goes... I'm just trying to train you to be better. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? He was like, no, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. That came out wrong. What the fuck does that mean? And he was like, no, I mean, I mean, like, we're trying to toughen you and, like, we want you to hit us back, you know, when we, like, tease you. And I was like, okay, whatever. Poor phrasing. <laughs> Except here I am talking on the pot about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and this is what you guys are dating. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real though, he, I didn't sign up for being toughened up. Because I think, because my parents are ruthless with me as well. They're bullies. They're straight up bullies. That's when in high school, I don't think I ever got bullied. If I did, I didn't realize it because my parents made fun of me. It's it's funny. No, really, okay. it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I think when I'm with a significant other, I try to be more soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with Jared. Dude, no, his entire family is ruthless. I know. I'm a little scared of Merrick, not gonna lie. Dude. I know I've said this so many times, but Merrick has made me cry. Don't make me cry, Merrick. The Chumblies are ruthless, and the Dietzes are wimps. We are so sensitive. I don't know how the Chumblies and Dietzes ever stayed friends, honestly. Like, where the Chumblies are too (laughs) sarcastic and too jokey with each other, the Dietzes are too sensitive. Even Landry? Oh, Landry's sweet. Really? Landry's so sweet, but when she wants to, she can... Ooh. Cut you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> she knows your insecurities. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's, that's like, the scariest one, though. Like, you know. Because if you're just saying, like, all these mean words, it's like, eh, whatever. But oh, no, 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 no. The chummies know your insecurities. Okay. Especially Merrick. Yeah, that's Which is thing. why he made me cry, I think. He's going to get to know my insecurities. Especially if we hear this podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, and he listens. Hey, Merrick. Hi, We're Merrick. shouting you out. <laughs> For me... Something that wasn't in the job description of dating my boyfriend, and I've talked about this before, having to entertain myself while he naps for hours. (laughs) And I got him back on Saturday because I was feeling bad, like, not sick, but I was just, I had overexerted myself, I think, the day before. And so I slept basically all day Saturday. And he goes, (laughs) I was like, sorry, I slept all day. And he goes, it's okay. I've enjoyed watching you sleep. <laughs> no, he goes, I like watching you sleep. And I was like, okay, Edward. I was like, don't say that to me ever again. <laughs> he was like, not in a weird way. And I was like, there's no non-weird way of saying, like, I like watching you sleep. Again? Just say, I like. You're cute. Oh, it's nice that you're getting some rest. <laughs> you needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for having to third wheel when there's another male in the room. Dude, literally any other male. Yep. Yeah. But now I'm getting used to it. I'm like, eh, whatever. But. No, I saw this TikTok today, and it was like boys who check on their girlfriends while they're gaming. And it's like they're wearing their headphones, they take them off, and they rub their girlfriend's leg, and they're like, are, are you, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. I, yeah. I showed that one to Jared today, and I was like, this is you. This yes. is you. Yes, exactly. And our boyfriends aren't even gamers. They're just like, when they're with each other, it's like, Hello. Yesterday, okay, yesterday we went golfing. And my boyfriend was with 
his two friends and they were golfing and I was there to golf too, but I into like hole four, I was like, I'm over this. Like, I don't want to golf anymore. I'm just going to drive the cart. So I was in the cart the whole time. My boyfriend was golfing. He would come over to the cart and sit with me. And it was like he was a gamer. He'd sit down and go, are you good? Are you okay? And I was like, uh-huh. And then he'd get on his phone and play Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was his time to hit again. So he'd get up, hit, come back. You good? Play Sudoku. I was like, give me more attention. No, I kind of I kind of like that though. When they when they check on you cuz that's what Jared started to do. I guess he caught on that. I would get upset when he would just like play up ignore me. Uh-huh. So then he started like going up to me and saying, "Are you like, are you okay? Like do you feel like you're being excluded?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." I'm like, "Okay." Cuz that was my thing. I feel like I was being excluded. Yeah. And Mary, please don't use this against me. Like that's one of my biggest issues is when I get excluded, I I hate. That's like one of my biggest weaknesses, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we were all at my apartment and I was not feeling great. And so I was in bed, but everyone else was in the living room. And my boyfriend was hanging out with Jared. And he ran into my room and he's like, how's it going? Like, how are you doing? Do you need anything? And he, like, made me tea. It's sweet. We're sweet boyfriends, honestly. We do, really do. What about with the next? Ooh. Because you already know what I'm going to say about mine. And I will speak about this till I die because it's stupid. The homework? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. What the heck? Dude, no. Okay, one of my exes insisted, insisted that every single time we saw each other, it had to be some sort of a date. Even if it was like, we have to go like do something cute. Like, let's go stargazing. Which at first I was like, this is so sweet. But, you know, we would go to the movies. We'd go bowling we'd go out to dinner because it had to be a traditional date but he would never pay for both of us it was like we had to split and I was like I'm okay just like sitting on the couch and watching tv once in a while I'm okay just sitting and talking we don't have to go bowling every time we don't have to go to we don't have to like pay to do these things every time and he was always like I'll cover this you cover that which like you know he was younger than me and we were both in college, and so I understand. When I started dating my now boyfriend, I told him, I was like, we've been on two dates now, no more dates, okay? And he was like, what? And I was like, we're not doing any more dates. If we do something, we're just hanging out. Like, don't call it a date. Ooh, can I say this thought that came, not a thought, but it's something that happened. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So I was getting some stuff in my apartment, and we were going to go eat and have like this cute little date night. So we're leaving, and there's a dog. And I strike driving to her dog with my window down and trying to get it, try to get the dog into my car uh. because it's about to cross culture. So I'm freaking out, trying to get the dog because it's going to cross. I close my eyes and I don't want to see because he's going to get hit. He's going to get squished. And you know how I am about dogs. Yeah. I love dogs. And I'm already crying. And then from there, I just hear, boom. And I just hear this dog crying. I start bawling, Ashlyn. I don't think I've cried this hard before in front of Jared, ever. I started crying, and I just hear Jared, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm, just, like, I'm so sorry. And he says, no, 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 wait, wait, park the car, park the car. So I park, and I'm like, what? And so he says, oh, the, the dog started limping towards the grass. So he gets down, I'm still in the car trying to process everything. I don't want to go see the dog dying. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, okay, like I'm going to go, I'm going to go. So I get off the car. I start walking towards the grass. There's already, there's Jared and there's two ladies. So the one of the ladies in the truck was the one who hit the dog. And she's bawling her eyes out. Yeah. And just crying. So, oh, I just killed the dog. But the other girl, it was the owner of the dog. 
Oh. So apparently the dog ran from the apartment chasing, just chasing oh. cars. The dog was fine. Thank God. I don't know how the heck the dog was okay the whole time. So this was Jared's and I one year anniversary. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go get food. This is where I appreciate Jared because he could have easily been, okay, well, we got to go. We got to go. And said he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? He was checking on me. Because my pet, like in the past, like with my ex-boyfriend, whenever I was like having an argument with my with my family and all the situation, and he just brushed off my feelings. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like make it about me. You're supposed to visit me. So in my head, I was telling Jared, I was like, if you would have been, okay, well, the dog's fine. Let's go. Let's go eat. Like I'm waiting on, on those on that food. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have been super upset and I would have considered, honestly. <laughs> Bringing yeah. up? I told him. Like, you have no idea how well he handled the situation. I'm telling you. I don't know what sort of test that was, but he passed <laughs> Have you ever in your life been asked to elope? Huh? Has anyone been like, let's get married. Let's just get married. No. Bruh, me neither. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Good? No. No. Well, like, love bombing is not great, but how, why, why has no one been like, let's just get married? Because it freaks me out. Well, yeah, it freaked me out, too. But there's well, never been someone in my life that's, like, so obsessed with me that they're like, let's just get married tomorrow. Let's get married tonight. Let's go. Right now. Nah, to me, that's a red flag. Well, yeah, it is a red flag. <laughs> but <laughs> You know what? Yeah. If you're not that in love with me that you want to get married with me right now, exactly, I'm Exactly. Exactly. Like, would I break up with you? Yes. <laughs> but no one in my life has done well, that. The closest thing to that was when my ex told me when I was breaking up with him. was saying, well, I was going to sell my car so I can buy you a ring. That's just guilt tripping. That's Dude, I had a breakup like that where I was breaking up with the guy and he was like, "No, like no, no, no. We're, no." He's <laughs> like, "We haven't been dating enough to know. Why? Tell me why." Finally, after like 30 minutes of talking, he finally it it registered that I was not going to stay with him. And so finally he goes, "Yeah, well, I guess we both kind of knew." <laughs> both. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, we both just kind of knew that it wasn't there. And I was like, what wasn't there? And he goes, the connection, like the attraction. And I was like, excuse me? What have we been doing for the past 30 minutes? You've been begging me to yeah. stay with you. Okay, no. I hate when when that happens with guys and their ego gets hurt. When someone tells you, oh, I like you. Can I have your number? And you say no. I was like, well, you were ugly anyways. Well, you were hitting on me, so... You like Dude. ugly. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no. My first, my best friend, we met by him hitting on me and asking for my number and asking me out. And I was like, no. And then we stayed in the same circle. So we became friends and we became best friends. And I would tell him every day, oh, this guy, this guy that I like, da, da, da. We were best friends. And so I was like, okay, he gave up on me. He doesn't want to pursue me anymore. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to the end of the semester. He was like, clearly there's a connection here. Let's date. And I was like, No. <laughs> And he asked me out twice. I said no twice. And then he completely changed. He was mean to me. He started spreading the rumor that I asked him out and he said no. We were all in the same organization together. And a group of the girls came over to me and they were like, so what is the deal with you and this guy? And I was like, well, we were friends and he like asked to date me and I said no. And they were like, huh? He told us that you liked him and you wanted to date him and he said no and that's why you're not friends with him anymore. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fucking reverse that. He's been telling people that? That's so embarrassing. 
That's so embarrassing. So toxic, all because I said Who no was to dating. This? Mm, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I hate dudes. You hate twos? Dudes. I said oh, dudes. I, I said I hate like, guys, Aim. but twos. He was a two. <laughs> Honestly, he wore a baseball cap every single day of his life. Whenever he took his hat off, it was a shock. It was like a jump scare every time he took his hat off. He was tall and always wore cowboy boots, and he was super lanky, and his feet were super big, so he walked around like a clown. Like, come on. Sorry. <laughs> Dang. He, he dipped. It was nasty. <laughs> he was rich, or his mom was, and he acted like he was this cowboy who grew up on a farm. I was beginning, breaking up with my boyfriend. It took me three hours the first time. Dude. Then the second time, it took me another, like, three, four hours. Yeah. And then he told everybody, yeah, it was mutual. And I was like... <laughs> No. Shout out to, who was it? Yeah, it was Cumbie and Gabe. One time, it was, oh, name dropping, sorry. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Okay. One time, my ex was saying something about, yeah, it was mutual, and they were both like, nope, she broke up with you. And I was like, thank you guys. Love that. Thank you guys. But the first time you guys broke up, he went around telling everybody that y'all were just on a break. On a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's when he, con- he had commented on my Facebook post, he commented a winky, which he had never done when we were dating. And then he commented a winky post. And when I told everybody came up to me, what was that? What was that? Like, they wanted the tea. I was like, what? What, what was He's what? delusional. Yeah. I was like, what was what? Did you look at your post? I'm like, no. I was like, go through it. And I said he had commented a winky face. I was shook. I was like, what? And he would do a stupid thing where he would get a spoon. He said, I spooned you. And I was like, what the? I what? What? I spooned you. He would get a spoon? He would get a spoon, hit me with the spoon, and say, I just spooned you. What the fuck? And walk off. How old is he? Trying to be charming. Oh, he was trying to flirt with you? Oh, yeah, he was trying to flirt with while me. While y'all were broken up. Yeah. Didn't he ask you to be his date to a wedding? It was six months after we had broken up. We hadn't talked at all. Mm-hmm. And he had messaged me saying, hey, can I apologize? About damn time. I was like, yeah, I'll take See that apologies. I'll, hey, I will take it. Yeah, we've been he over He never <laughs> apologized. He just, he was just asking me out. I was like, you tricked me, huh? And then with the guy that I was talking to, he messaged him this whole long message saying, uh, yeah, you can't date her. That's disrespectful. How dare you do that to me? And then they went out to coffee and basically had a conversation like that he shouldn't be with me. And this guy listened to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then continued to like, what's, what's, what's string you along string me along then goes to me and i was like oh. both of them had told me that god told them that we were supposed to be oh i knew i knew that your ex told you no, that he, that guy also told me but it's okay screw him screw both of them the other day i was driving in my car and i wanted to write this down for the podcast and i used voice to text and this is what my car understood why is this dad how to send Louisiana bowling to Morgan flying live? Destin. <laughs> Why is life spelt like that? Life. But anyways, so what I meant to say <laughs> is why is it that not following social etiquettes is so mortifyingly embarrassing? And that made me think of the time I was in Chicago and I went into a coffee shop and I got in what I thought was the line and I was like standing there and no one was like attending to me and I was like weird. So the guy finally comes over and he goes, what can I help you with? It didn't sound like a, like let me take your order. Yeah. So I was like, do you guys have oat milk here? He's like, yeah. Do you need oat milk? And I was like, well, well yeah, I'm gonna order oat milk, sure, yeah. And I was so confused <laughs> by the situation and there were people behind me and everything. 
And he goes, have you ordered yet? And I was like, no, not yet. And he goes, oh, well, the line's that way. He points, the line is super long out the door. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I, was like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, because <laughs> it looked like I was trying to cut the line or like didn't know what I was doing. It was so embarrassing. I had to go to the back of the line. Honestly, if I'm embarrassed about a situation, I just leave. <laughs> I don't really want the coffee anymore. Screw the coffee. I wanted my coffee. Also, I was getting coffee for other people. Did you say they ran out of everything? Just kidding. <laughs> they were out of everything. <laughs> I sold out. Also, speaking of social etiquette stuff, I was in the elevator and this old man looks me up and down and goes, that's not much of a cuff. Like talking about my jeans and how they were rolled up. I have long legs, just FYI for the listeners. I have extremely long legs. And so my jeans are already all short. And so I had it rolled once. Because otherwise it would have looked like capris. And so this guy looks me up and down and goes, well, that's not much of a cuff. In a joking way, every single old man, their go-to thing to say to women is some sort of critique about the way they, yeah, the way they look, their appearance. And it's like them flirting, but it's always something negative. It's always negative. Like, (laughs) that's a lot of holes in your ear, huh? They're like, where are your jeans? There's no jeans because you have so many holes in your jeans. What's for people against jeans that have holes? Bro, I don't know. Every time I wear that pair of jeans, I always get dogged on. Holy jeans have been in for decades now. Decades. And still, people are like, haha, you, you too poor to afford some jeans without holes? It's if good. I want to go out, but I don't want to wear like a skirt, I wear holy jeans because in my mind, somehow those are not fancier, but they're more like... It looks like I tried harder when I wear holy jeans. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't like shorts. I don't like wearing shorts. When do you see me wear shorts? shorts? Never. Only when I'm being lazy. (laughs) When you wore Jared's basketball shorts the other (laughs) day. My Adam Sandler look. Dude, I've never seen Jared wear shorts. Really? Besides maybe when he was like eight. He showed me the video of him telling Telling his story. story. He is so cute. Oh my gosh. He did a blonde hair. My favorite part is when he's like, Climb, climb, and he's like doing high motion. And yeah. High and high and bam, and it's he's a two-year-old. Like he's what? He's so <laughs> cute. Did the cutest of video, and then there's Run Jay. Did he show he you that one too? <laughs> and then you see the camera, I'm like, is that you? And then she's a little like baseball hat with his booty cheeks out. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's Jared. Jared. Yeah, home videos of Jared running without his pants on. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who? Oh. Here's here's something I was thinking about. Why are boobs so overly sexualized? Why? Okay, I was having the thought last time too. It's just fat. Yeah. It's just And then when you're pregnant, it there's milk in there. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you can see the cow little titties. Being yeah, and you're like, Ooh. that's weird. Also, think about caveman days. They were just out. They were just out. Nobody gave a shit. I mean, I'm sure, probably. I don't know. But <laughs> probably I don't know. But you know, it's 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 a tool. It feeds the babies. Why is it like ooh, like a nip slip? People are like, oh my god, oh, whoa! I can see your nipple. You know why is that such a big deal? Guys take off their shirts all the time. If a woman takes off her shirt, it's just a little fatter there. <laughs> why is it's it such a big sacks deal? Two sacks of fat. <laughs> Okay, that's a weird thing. To, okay, it's a weird concept to think about. It's just like a butt on your chest with nipples on it. Okay, <laughs> now that we're on the topic, it's weird to sexualize anything, really. Like to sexualize your butt, like you sit on that. 
sexualize a dick that shit's nasty <laughs> nasty that's not sexy i don't know i guess because they're like like your sex organs those are like sex just that's how you get you can get aroused by yeah. it yeah that's why but guys can too they can from their nipples <laughs> really i think so 51.7 percent of men reported that nipple stimulation caused or enhanced their sexual arousal but like we don't Men don't cover up their nipples. I think it's because like some at some point in time men were like the breasts are private. You have to cover them up. I wonder what time in history and point it just became a thing where you can't show. Yeah, and I you know it's men that did it, but it's like why were they grossed out? They saw women breastfeeding and they're like ew, cover that shit up. Is it because they were property? And so it was like, well, you belong to this man, so only this man can see you. Probably. Probably. It probably just became like this fetish thing. Because mm-hmm. did you know, from fact, you know how women give, they give birth now laying down on a bed? That yes. was, that's like, that is so not good for you. Hmm? When do you see an animal giving birth laying down? Dude, yeah, on its back. And it's Yeah, on its back, which is dumb. It was, I don't know which king it was, but that was his fetish. Mm-hmm. He would just get like like all his you know his wives his um, concubines pregnant, and he would have them laid de- like laid down because I was just he would get turned on by that, which is so gross. Cause it's have nasty. you ever seen a birth before? It's disgusting. How do you get man? He bed. probably was turned on by them being in pain, which is insane. That like because of that fetish, it's a thing that we have still now. Mm-hmm. Which considering how advanced our science and technology is. You would think, hey, let's not do that anymore. It's not good for women. Yeah. But who gives a shit, right? No, it's just a woman. Men. But then, look at the man who invented the vibrator. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, who invented the, the vibrator? vibrator? Well, what if it was a woman? Who invented the vibrator? I've read it that it was, uh, it was, there were doctors who were obviously men because they would calm down the hysterics of a woman. So they would start with, they would finger them. And so then wait to what to calm them to calm them down? The, the hysterics, because the women were hysterical, like they were always moody, and because they would never orgasm. <laughs> so then, hold on, hold on, let me read this. A doctor, I don't know how he even started this. He like started fingering like women, and then they would calm, like they were like in a good one last time. He's like, I don't know what I just did. So then it became so popular that all these women were like, I'm hysterical, like telling their their husbands, you gotta take me to a doctor, I'm hysterical. So then they would go to the doctor, they would get fingered by the doctor. And they were like so tired by the end because they would have woman after woman like lines. Yeah. And their hands were tired, so they just invented the vibrator. They're like, okay, maybe this will, maybe we don't have to do this ourselves anymore. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joseph Mortimer Granville was an English physician, author, and inventor known for having first patented the Mechanical. electromechanical vibrator for relief of male, male muscle, muscle aches. aches. But I just want to know how in the world he's like, this woman's like, not in a good mood. He's like, okay, well, let me just. Yeah, like, I want to know how that happened. But it, hey, she she liked it, so. I guess the concept of like female orgasms probably wasn't super widely known. No. But it's like he's like, well, this helps me, so maybe it works on women too. These poor doctors. That's out of the that's out of the job description. <laughs> I mean, good for him for figuring out. No, that's I'm well. I'm pretty sure. Or it's pretty, like he should have been like, hey. Let me write this. Your husband is going to do this for you. Here you go. Instead of, like, the husband's not doing any of it. The husband's not satisfying his wife's needs at yeah. all. And then the wife has to go to a stranger, a doctor. 
Maybe to get her hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's like, you know what? No, I'll go to the doctor. Thank you, though. Yeah. You, you don't know what you're doing. You're not a doctor. I have to tell you something, a conversation that I had with Savante Nelson, but I'm not going to say it on the pod. Okay. So thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us and give us a rating. And stay tuned for next week's question. And ask us questions. Please. When we post that, we want to hear from you. We do. We don't care if we yeah if it's stupid stupid and we don't think it's good we just won't read it if it's not quality content (laughs) it won't get read but like just write stuff in we we love being able to read people's stuff on the pod yeah and tell your friends about us (laughs) you so yeah we'll see you next time on today we talk good bye Bye. (laughs) Esther said last time she's going to sing a different melody every time.